Things go better when they go your way. And with Windows PCs powered by Intel, you can make, share, and do what inspires. Whether you want a laptop, a tablet, or something for gaming, you'll have devices that were made for you to keep doing what inspires you and everyone else. Learn more at windows.com slash made to inspire. Stay away from you too long. Even if I do, I'll always call. Checking on you, make sure you're okay. Be the one to bright. Up your day, and the point of it all is I love you, and the reason for it all is I love you. That's it. I just wanted to bring some good Juneteenth vibes into this extended Juneteenth weekend. Um, and we all know, as XD says, that Anthony Hamilton has the voice of the ancestors. So I thought it would be beautiful oh, to Lord. bring a rendition of that <laughs> unto this extended Juneteenth episode of Getting Grown. Praise happy the Juneteenth. Lord, niggas. Yes, happy Juneteenth and praise the Lord, niggas. Welcome back. Welcome, Blacks. To another episode of Getting Grown with Jade and Kia. I'm Kia. I'm Jade. And we are here to discuss the worst hood that we've endeavored to live, ever endeavored to live in. And that would be adulthood. Uh, we are per- persisting through it, though. We're going to make it together. Uh, um, yes, sir. That's correct. So, yes, welcome to our kitchen table where we discuss the good, the bad, the ugly, the test, the trials, the twists, the turns, the temptations, and the taxes of being a real mm. live adult in the year of our Lord, 2021. 2021. Sister, how are you? How was your extended Juneteenth weekend? You know, uh, you know, much like my ancestors did, I worked the <laughs> I labored Sorry. and travailed through. <laughs> This quote-unquote holiday and and day where freedom is commemorated, I worked through it. But I'm grateful, grateful for the opportunity to have work to do. Um, and you know, I say that I'm working. You know, work is not always a bad thing. You know, there is labor, um, there mm-hmm. is rest. But you know, mm-hmm. there's some of the work that we have to do is necessary, and it's not just like professional work, but also work on self, right? So there's some Ooh. things that I've been doing to really work on myself, pour into myself this weekend, um, this past week, and so we just kind of kept that party going, um, you know, and enjoying enjoying things. How were, I know that you've spent some time out of town with your family. I saw you outside. I know that's where you like to be. Tell us more yeah. about that. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, much like some of my ancestors, I trekked through the woods this weekend and, <laughs> oh, and, uh, and it was, you know, but it was actually more under, you know, just 
better circumstances. Uh, yes. I went outside. We are great. <laughs> I went. <laughs> I went. I was with my family all weekend, and uh, and my family, and we went hiking, and we went to the farm, and we picked vegetables, and the kids ran around on an acre and a half of land, and. And and we cooked the vegetables we picked. Nigga, I was in heaven. But I'll talk a little bit more about that later on. Um, I will. I'm going to talk about that a little bit more later on. But I am grateful. And I have what I need. And we're going on a family vacation. Our first, like, real family vacation that Tristan and I sat down and planned together. And I'm really fucking proud of this. And I also understand... Uh, why most of your, our parents took us on road trips and shit. This shit is expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I also understand why, you know, we had some family vacations and sometimes, you know, there were f- just a few of them because <laughs> they are expensive. Uh, but I am grateful to be able to plan that for, for you know, for my family. And I think it's going to be a beautiful thing. And I'm excited. We're going hiking some more. Oh my. And we're going uh, in the Redwoods and we're going well watching and we're going to some flower farms and I wish y'all could see Kia's face. <laughs> Listen, I celebrate the ways in which you all are having this family vacation experience. I think it's wonderful. Thank you, sister. Would I want to be a part of it? No, but <laughs> I do enjoy that you are making space to spend quality time with your family and do things that you all enjoy doing. We trying over here. It's just so much outside for me. You know, I like to be indoors. So these are the kinds of things that don't necessarily, you know, judge my judge. But I'm That's not it. in any way judging. I think it's Let fantastic. me tell you. Oh, no, I know. Let me tell you something. Our friend group could, couldn't be more different. And it's a beautiful <laughs> thing because everybody will do what the other person wants Absolutely. to do. And it's just really fun to watch the reactions. <laughs> <laughs> I went to church with Kia fast. Fascinating, wonderfully time. I Wait, ate chicken and spaghetti okay, and fish. She went, yes, you came to Brian's service. But I also went to church. When did you come to, to church? speak? Oh After. gosh, that was different. We were both no. working. We did not experience, there, and that they was said not, a prayer before they fed us breakfast. That was a conference that we participated in as speakers. And so that was not like a conventional church going experience. How I feel like <laughs> your feelings. Okay. Are your feelings, but I come with the truth. Okay. As the far truth as is, an you did official not experience a service. church service, you did no. not experience church service and you were the speaker. <laughs> so One. that should tell everybody that we are listening to just yeah. what kind of church we was having that day. Okay. But I kept it clean in you front did. of all and of those elders. And I was very, elders. very proud of you. Thank you. Thank very, you. very proud. I very wore proud. a dress. She did, and I did not. Jay See? was more, she was more, and but I think it was because she thought it was going to be church, but it really was like a leadership conference that we were being, a, we were a part of. Yeah. Right. It was. It, it was. You, you're right. But it was, you know, it was church. It was inside a church. They but, prayed. Before we ate breakfast. I pray before I eat breakfast in my house, Jay. Me too, but it was like... That don't make it church, <laughs> is what I'm saying. 
But we can debate these I believe, details. I'm going to leave Kia alone. We got trash to get to. <laughs> we can debate these details. Okay. We have plenty of time to do that. But let us let us get down to the business that is the business. Let's um, do that. We actually have quite a few things. Uh, well, a few things. So let's head on over there. A clean up woman is a woman who... Oh, let's get into some basura. <laughs> so... I know you have been privy to this um, Wendy Williams, Tabitha Brown. Not only have I been privy to it. Yeah, talk about it, talk about it. I feel at home in Tabitha's (laughs) shade. I mean, this is the shade that I was weaned on. This is the shade that raised me. Personally, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Nice. This is nice. the shade that I trained under, you know, yeah. in my youth. This is the kind of shade that is my speciality. You know what I'm saying? I thought about you. I did. And I when did. I tell you that my soul opened up as I sat with pride and watched Tabitha Brown Charlie. gather up Wendell Bartholomew. Oh my God. Herman Theodore. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and Timothy Williams by her big old size 13 shoes. It was a joy and a privilege to see Tabitha tell Whitney to sit back. Okay, girl, because won't nobody talking to you. And didn't nobody ask you. And I know that your pain is at the forefront of your business and your, it is the lens through which you view the world, but don't put that over here by me, girl, because everything is coming up. Jesus over here in the vegan Tabitha Brown land that I am curating for myself and my family. You know what I'm saying? I, uh, I don't know this shade, but I can tell you that I was delighted um, I was blessed. And it made me actually want to uh, learn a new language. Listen, <laughs> I mean, because it's so rich. It was like, I was like, this is. God bless you. One of the top 10 <laughs> ether moments I think I've ever seen. Like, this is so eloquently. It will go down. Beautifully done. I, it will go down in the history books as a it, legendary moment in time on these good social medias interwebs and things because the thing is you know a lot of people won't say nothing to wendy and they don't want to say nothing because they don't feel like dealing with her foolishness tabitha addressed it in the classiest listen way while still literally you know when you take a nail you take a, a real nail not an acrylic or whatever the shit is that I have on my hands. Mm-hmm. You take a nail, a real nail, and dig it into somebody's skin until it breaks. Mm-hmm. She did that just like so beautifully. So what What I think that it was the best part about it, right, was that Tabitha did not dawdle. She did not tarry. She did not no. waste any nah. time. You know no. what I'm saying? No. She was made aware that Wendy was talking some grade A baloney right yeah and she said let me tell you what i don't eat meat girl so let's get to it while the getting is good and i'm telling you it was as if she wrote it down and read it off a teleprompter it was the the timing the meter of it i mean it was so 
good. It was well executed. I mean, she, I mean, it was, it was, it was so good to me. And I mean, I said those, you know, you know, I call Wendy, you know, you know, y'all know I live for Miss Wendy. I grew up on, on Wendy, you know, New York radio is, you know, we, this is, but I'm saying it blessed me because this is the kind, this is Wendy's day of reckoning. You know, she been stirring a mess, literally my full adult life, my full life. Wendy has been on the internet. No, absolutely. Speaking out of turn and you know, Wendy, 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 Wendy. Wendy. I mean, it was, it was on par with, with Whitney's read. You know what I'm saying? No, it, it, it might happen. It might have surpassed it. I mean, just <laughs> even though I and feel we like love, y'all know how we feel about Nippy over here, right? There, there are differences. It was a different time, a different, and I. But, but I, I think that Whitney, I think Nippy would very much approve of the way that mm-hmm. Tabitha got Wendy together. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. you know, um, I said that Wendell business because you know that's how I love how my my girl, my girl, the TS, my girl, the TS Madison. <laughs> I love every time she references yes, Wendy. Wendy Williams because she does so in the way that she does it, right? And that's why that was that was a little homage to her. But mm-hmm. you know, shade aside, I, I I felt like Wendy has been stirring up the mess. Cause, I mean, it wasn't just a couple of weeks ago that the brat had to get in her get get her together. Hello, did we not and, play and, the clip last week? And let's not forget how Jocelyn carried on down to the to the show a, a few. So Wendy, listen. She batting a thousand out here. And I feel like it might be time for her to retire her shady boots because the girls is getting her out of the way. You know what I'm saying? They're getting her out the way. They're sick of her shit. Is I what am. They are. Listen, and I mean, girl, at what point do you retire your shady boots? I mean, when your shade is not shading no more. You know what I'm saying? It was cute when we were young and we were listening to her on the radio. It was cute when we were young and she was with Charlemagne and they had shit going. Like, all of that was a fun time, right? That was our our version of the Shade Room. And then... She aired herself out. Wendy aired herself out in that Lifetime movie. She told all her business and she'd been talking and, and, you know, she just made her mess a little too apparent and gave it... She gave it to us. She hand-wrapped it. I mean, literally... Gift wrapped it and, and presented it to us in that Lifetime movie. We saw all of the messy ways that she has been messing for the last 40 years, right? Yeah, and and she's given everybody all the ammunition they need to get her together, right? Because she it can't... It was just kind of a low blow, honestly. Like, I, you know, I, I like Tabitha. I find her to be delightful. I find her to be endearing, you know, syrupy sweet. <laughs> I don't follow her husband, I don't either. need to. I mean, I, I don't, don't. I don't dislike Chance. I know that you have said before that you you're just not sure it, about Chance, and I think that that is your little, that's your little, right. It's just a little seesaw. I don't know. It's just a little <laughs> weird to me. But I'm not gonna speak on their marriage because that their marriage is their marriage. That is where they've been all this time. They raising their kids. You know what I'm saying? Like. Right. I can't speak on the ins and outs of their household. I know what it looks like. It looks like it's healthy. It looks like it's beautiful. But to just flat out like put some bad, some bad shit on it and tell and say that you you are it's about to crumble because a a beautiful thing that she just did like that's miserable. It's miserable, is what it is. It was, it, and, and, it, and it just proves that Wendy is still has a lot of healing to do. You know what no, I'm saying? It was apparent. Wendy should have gone out like Tina. 
with that fucking Lifetime movie. She should have let the Lifetime movie say the last of what was going to be said and then been like, boom, Wendy show done. This is the end. Grand finale, niggas. Like, clap, clap. Like, clap for my career. And I think it would have been just fine there. Would she still have a laundry list of enemies absolutely <laughs> that is yes. what she has built her career yes. on yes. however it would have been a bang right we all watched the shit we were like whoo this cheesy but it's entertaining you know whatever whatever she should have gone out like that but she keeps running them jibs she keeps and it's and it's in a just even in an even more bitter way like it's apparent she needs to go to therapy she's not gotten proper help she's sitting up there eating cheetos and caviar <laughs> like just go get some help, Wendy. Help get some help. help but get your miserable need. ass off TV and stop dooming everybody because your raggedy ass nigga was raggedy. And that's that. Yes, it that's is. That's that. That's that. Um, so that was Wendy Williams and Tabitha Brown. Then <laughs> oh no. That was that. Wendy, I don't I haven't seen any response from the Wendy yeah, show. Yes, she can, or but Wendy I will Williams. say uh, Tabitha, not only did Tabitha get Wendy together, but all of the Tabitha's fans proceeded <laughs> to fill Wendy Williams' comments with all manner of avocados and Is that what that was? Yes. <laughs> just like how the, you know, just how the beehive, you know, descends upon the, the comments mm-hmm. with the bees. The girls was putting avocados and eggplants and tomatoes and carrots. All throughout Wendy's comments. And I just feel like, you know what? This is how you rep your set these days. You know what I'm saying? Wendy's Wendy's community has nothing to say in response because y'all got to take this L. And at one point, and I will say, you know, I've been, I have been a part of Wendy's community. I used to watch the after show faithfully every day. But Wendy, late as of late... Nah, her energy is bad. Mm. She's not trying to do anything to get it together. She hanging out with Ray J. She's trying to spread that nasty shit all over the place. What's going on? Well, L O L L O L. Somebody said Ray J. Scooty bike. She's hanging out with Ray J. She's you know just out here. What's happening, girl? Ooh, a lot, a lot's happening. But um, you know, shout out to Tab. Shout out to Tab. That's 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 shout out to Tab. Tab is always welcome to the kitchen table. This is our kind of carrying on. A well-executed read will always yeah. be respected around these parts. We speak Absolutely. your name, Tabitha. We sure do. Next up on the list. Oh, God. Did we talk about this last week? Well, Did we didn't talk about this part of it. So, um, Bill Cosby got out of jail. <sighs> Um, there is an article on the New York Times if you're confused as to how he got out of jail. No, it does not mean that he's innocent. <sighs> And you're a fucking numb nut if you think that's what it is. Go and read. Oh, God help me. But anyway, so there's an article in the New York Times. I'll actually link it in the description box um, that breaks down the basically the loophole that happened um, in, re- in, in response to his release to completely get a full understanding as to why that happened that way. And again, it is not because he is innocent. Um, but, oh, God, Felicia Rashad. Felicia Rashad decided to respond to his release, uh, basically saying that a grave injustice or miscarriage has been, you know, has has been done in the justice system. And it's, you know, they got it right. And thank God, you know, that's been rectified and blah, 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 blah. Felicia, you know, it it pays nothing to shut up. 
And I never thought I would tell Felicia Rashad in my life to shut her fucking mouth. But it pays nothing to shut the fuck up. You have a you all you have a daughter. You got a grown ass daughter out here who is in the you know, is in, in the industry in her own right. And you know you heard the history of what this man was doing to women in the way that he was doing it. You mean to tell me you gonna stand behind that when the same thing could be done? Because people are corrupt all up and through. That's what you. That's the hill you want to die on. That's what you want to do. You'd rather stand behind a man who actually admitted guilt to 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 drugging women with quaaludes, with the intention of having sex with their bodies without uh, consent. You mean rape? You mean to tell me he had every intention of raping? mad women who came out with their responses and you think this shit is a grave injustice. Fuck you, Felicia Rashad. I And that's how I feel about that. And then you got other people coming out the woodworks. Notori Naughton came out and was like, you get accosted for saying the wrong thing, but I stand with Felicia. The Cosby show has changed so much. The Cosby show don't have shit to do with the fact that Bill Cosby is a motherfucking rapist and a motherfucking creep and a predator. That doesn't have shit to do with shit, bitch. You sound dumb as fuck. Then Stephanie Mills, God damn you bitches need to shut the fuck up. I don't even, like every time now, I'm going to hear one of your songs and I'm going to be pissed the fuck off because you had to go open your mouth and say the same shit. Y'all would really die, rather die on the goddamn hill of defending a fucking rapist than recognize what's right the fuck in front of you and stand behind what's right. No respect for it. Zero. So I guess she got, Felicia got her, uh, that, her, her dean of arts or whatever. They took it away at Howard. Is no, that I what think, I read correctly? No, I don't think. Oh, I they didn't? She didn't take People were calling for it to be oh, okay. taken away, okay. but Howard has not formally done done that, at least as far as I know right now. I think that um, it used to be a time where I feel like the you know social media, the internet, these platforms that we have, you know, there are, are a blessing and a curse in so many different ways. So it used Man, to be listen. that that before someone would make a statement there would be some checks and balances. You would have to go through some, some, um, you know, there would have to be some steps that you would have to take in order to make a public statement. Now we all have the capacity to make a very public, permanent statement Child. at the tips of our fingers. And oftentimes I don't believe that, that um, you know, we, that people are, are aware of what kind of power that that is and the responsibility of that power it was disappointing to see to see that um, yeah it was it was very it was. disappointing see, to see that i ain't got to have it in me it would have um, been lovely but I, I ain't got it in me i, I just don't. i just you know and and i feel like you know everyone's entitled to their to their opinions um but you know i think you know just thinking about things you know from a well-rounded place, right? Thinking about mm -hmm. the implications of our words and actions and how they make people feel, what kind of p positions and titles we have and what that means for, um, you know, the ways in which our, you know, the words that we use are perceived. Um, 
I don't know. I don't know, man. It's just, it was it was it was disappointing. But you know, this is these are the times, and you know, I say I say that it is our responsibility to pay close attention to what people say and how they move. And, you know, what people, mm. uh, you know, the ways in which their character, the, the way that the, I should say, the ways in which character is revealed by choices that 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 we make. Um, and so it I, I, I what's been most disappointing is, you know, how much misinformation is out there regarding mm. what has happened, you know, over you know discussions of Bill Cosby's innocence. Let's be clear: Bill Cosby's release has nothing to do with his innocence. Bill Cosby is released because he has the capacity, the means, the resources to pay a team of lawyers to search the laws for loopholes. Yep. For him to to crawl out of, and that's exactly what has happened. There has been because no he was change. originally promised no. Uh... He was originally promised like no jail time. He or... was he a, a, a DA from some time ago mm-hmm. uh, promised to never persecute, prosecute. Yes, there we go. Prosecute, said, persecute, mm-hmm. well, prosecute Bill Cosby. The the uh, and you know that was that was on record. And stuff later on, the, the other DAs was like, "Damn all that, we don't care," and they prosecuted him anyway. And the law. Um, as it is now, says that if you know you've been sort of if there's record that you have been promised that you won't be prosecuted for said crimes, then you can't be, and that is why um, he has been released. Um, mm-hmm. You know, matters not that he admitted to the crimes that he was convicted of formally. Um, mm-hmm. So this was not a matter of innocence. This was a matter of finding ways to bend the law in your favor and you know unfortunately as sad as it is it's done so i think our responsibility now is to um you know let this be a lesson Mm -hmm. and and do what needs to be done in order to ensure that you know the laws that need to be changed are changed such that you know justice uh can really be justice out here for all Absolutely, because um, it's unfortunate. It's it's, it's, it's unfortunate to see how this works. Um, and I, I mean, you know, what's been most another interesting part is like, you know, I've heard lots of comparisons. Like, you know, comparing, you know, people are saying that because, uh, I don't know, I don't even want to get into it because I feel like I'm going to say something and be mis- misinterpreted. But there's comparisons between Bill Cosby and Harvey Weinstein. Um, and saying that, you know, Bill Cosby should get out of jail because white men be getting away with this, you know, over time. And I'm just like, you know, I, I, just, I, I just feel like the, the, I feel like. Throw uh, them all in the same fucking hole. Throw them all in there. I don't give a fuck. No, let me, no, you know what? Let me. Okay. You know what, sister? Can may I? I'm so sorry. Did no, I? I'm sorry. No, I interrupted you. Please. Okay. Go ahead. I don't care. I don't, I don't know. At this point, this is where I stand in my life. Okay, I really I am. I am proudly black. Do you hear me? Mm -hmm. Proudly black. I've been black, bitch. I was raised black. Like I am very black to my spirit. It don't matter what else is going on down the line. We can't help that. But I'm very black. Okay, been comfortable being black, was raised black. That's just what it is. I really try my motherfucking damnedest to support black people. 
and business and every aspect that I can. I really like sincerely to my fucking gutturals, but it's not going to be to the point where people get to do whatever the fuck they want off the strength of being black. And you know, and and I, and and as much as we do deal with injustices and disgusting things in this country and have been, and I want to talk about that a little bit more in our petty peeve segment. As much as we deal with all of that, it is not a pass for you to be a fucking predator. It's not a pass for you to be a disgusting human being. And just because white people have been getting away with fucking gross shit for the goddamn longest, just because of that doesn't mean that a black person who has not done some disgusting fucking shit should not be held accountable for that shit. So don't tell me Bill Cosby needs to be free because white men have dealt with, have, have gotten away with this, that, and the third Get rid of them motherfuckers and get rid of this motherfucker too. I don't want him around my child. I don't want him around y'all's children. I don't want him around my sisters. I don't want him around nobody. Fuck all that. And he should not be free just because white men been getting away with this shit. Lock them up and lock his ass up too. And I don't even like the I don't even like the prison system. But people like that deserve to be held accountable for their fucking bullshit. But instead, y'all want to go lock a nigga up for a dime bag. Y'all want to do shit like that. Get the fuck off my goddamn lawn. Shut up. No, no. He does not get a pass for that shit. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> I just think that yeah yeah did yeah. I make no. any sense there like please no, tell no, me no no I think I think I agree with you that the the prison the prison system is not it's you know definitely not above reproach right there are lots of issues systemic issues fundamental flaws with the prison system and so yeah, it's, I it's, will never be one that advocates for people to you know what I'm saying like jail jail is not at all set up to be you know restorative it doesn't rehabilitate it doesn't no. correct it doesn't no. right wrongs you know people pay their debts to society so to speak um but there is no sort of uh reconstruct you know there, there's nothing it's to, an intentional system that was built absolutely it was, it was an intentionally and, built system and, and it is it is connected to other systems of oppression oppression and white supremacy that have been designed mm-hmm. to marginalize you know, men of color. And so it is, it is with, it is not with excitement or, or joy or, um, any sort of, um, I don't know, like no one's excited or thrilled to, to, to say that people should be in, in, in jail. But I do feel like, um, you know, like you said, you know, because it's, 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 it's set up in ways that, you know, people are criminalized for things that are, are not, um, you know, harmful, uh, you know, in the ways that other things are harmful. Right. So like you said, people get sent to jail for, for, I don't want to say much less, but literally much, much less things, you much know, less, much less biggest, central park five, right. Central park Wrong five, use all of that kind of stuff. But you know, when, when it's, when, what, what the, the issue for me is the lack of accountability, right? Mm. It is it in and and that has always been what has disappointed me the most about this whole Cosby situation. Uh, there's there's been to me from where I sit, it's been a total lack of ownership and disregard. It's, it's and been respect. a staunch arrogance. It is literally like you, yes, just that an arrogance 
with which, you know, these these women have been victimized and wronged and taken advantage of. Um, and, and, you know, and I feel like he's acknowledged that it, he has done this under um, oath, under oath. And and still there are people, you know, who nah, fuck all that. Burn that nigga's dick off. Burn <laughs> all their fucking dicks off. I just burn them. I, th- I don't know. I mean, the, the ways in which sexual abuse and, and crimes of sexual violence have ravaged through our communities. Um, and and for there to be this level of disregard and lack of accountability no, is scary. Man. Like yeah, I'm man. not gonna hold you up. It's scary. No. It's it's scary no. as a single woman navigating life. You know, relatively yeah. alone as a black yeah. woman, and not feeling like I have an advocate or someone to defend me mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. against such things happening. It is a scary thing. To witness, and it's also mm-hmm. scary to watch how these kinds of how these kinds of things in our culture demonstrate and exacerbate, you know, the the level of breakdown in communication between men and women in our mm-hmm. communities, in our families, in our homes. I hate to see you niggas go back and forth in the comments and on the Twitter about this. It it breaks my heart because none of the conversation about it is productive. Um, or constructive or moving us in a direction that's going to get us to a better place. It's- I'm not arguing with you niggas about this. So if don't tweet me, <laughs> don't fucking message me. Don't fuck. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't care if you got anything in defense of that nigga, you can keep that shit. Period. Truly. But I'm just saying, you know, regardless of those pleas, the fact remains that folks is in the comments arguing about this. And to me, it only shows just how divided and, you know, miss like we are missing each other, and it's just like, well, what do we do to fix it? Um, we can't even get on the same page about something like this. Um, it's is again something that is scary and disheartening. But I mean, long story less long. Bill Cosby is home. We not thrilled about it, but it is what it is. Um, Street justice. Oh God. You no, I call for it. Let me tell you something. When shit like this happens, I I call on street justice like motherfucking Batman, because you have you sh- you you need to be held accountable for your gross acts. I can't fuck with it. I, I just can't. get scary. You got to be careful with that too, though, Jay, because I feel like I don't know. We got. I just don't want any. Mm, Cause mm, who? Mm. <laughs> mm. We just got to be mm. careful with that. I don't want nobody running up on Bill Cosby and doing nothing crazy and ending up in jail. Um, I don't want them to end up in jail, but I, I didn't say run up. But street justice don't have to be oh done erratically. Lord have mercy. All I'm saying is the criminal justice system here, the, the system in general is completely flawed and fucked up. It was built fucked up. It Anyway, you know what? Let's talk about some more fucked up shit. Uh-huh. I'm tired of talking about it. We him. agree on that, but I just don't know how I feel about you uh, calling for the, the goons right now. But but because I don't <laughs> see how that gets us to a place, it does a, a better But place. I am not Tabitha. I, I just don't have it in me. Well, we should also be true. <laughs> well, let us try to be like Tabitha. Let us have a spirit of Tabitha. 
the world should be colored in different in different ways. Okay. Well, go ahead and go on to the next segment of the trash, please, before you get us shut down. <laughs> Holy God. Ah, this episode of Getting Grunty. <laughs> if you like me and you want to read more, then this summer is yours for the taking, especially if you're not ready to be outside at the parties and whatnot. Empower your inner reader with literati book clubs where you can read alongside the world's most inspiring authors and leaders. Join Malala, Stephen Curry, Richard Branson, and more on their next reading adventure. Authors, leaders, and activists spark lively conversations in 12 unique book clubs and literati delivers their monthly book picks straight to your door. I can absolutely affirm to that. I get mine Every single month without fail. That means you can talk about Stephen Curry's favorite books with Stephen Curry. Like for real, for real. And find exclusive interviews with the authors themselves, which you won't find in any other book club. All book club members can shop the entire Literati Library at discounts with many books over 50% off. All right, that's half off, baby. Move freely between clubs or use the standard membership to access everything and choose the books you want delivered. Reimagine what a book club can be. Redeem your free trial at literati.com slash grown. Head to literati.com slash grown to learn more and read more with Literati. Literati.com slash grown. We're all looking for the same things in life. History books that don't leave out the stuff you learn on TikTok or lie to you. A new Rihanna album, finally, even though we'll probably never get one. And skincare products that offer clinically proven hydration and leave skin with a healthy, non-greasy, glowing finish. I can't help you with the first two, but Neutrogena, a dermatologist-recommended brand, has the skincare goals covered with their HydraBoost facial care line. The line's HydraBoost gel cream and night press serum are both clinically proven to strengthen skin's moisture barrier and lock in hydration for 48 hours. You'll get uncompromising hydration thanks to both products' hyaluronic acid, which has an ability to bind to water and hold it within the skin surface. Neutrogena's HydraBoost gel cream, gel and a cream in one, honey, is made with glycerin that penetrates skin nine surface layers deep for longer lasting hydration. And the Neutrogena Night Press Serum will revitalize skin overnight, letting you wake up to skin that's three times more hydrated. Made with purified hyaluronic acid and supercharged antioxidants is a pillow-proof formula that melts into your skin instantly. Both the gel cream and night press serum are oil-free, dye-free, and non-commodogenic. So, full disclosure, my skin can be a little on the dry side, okay? I'm not proud of it, but these are just, you know, the cards that I've been dealt. And all my life I've had to fight to ensure that my skin retains the moisture promised to me by the God that I serve. And so what I love about this uh, Neutrogena Hydro Gel, this Hydro Boost whole system, right? But I love the gel cream, the moisturizer is that it's specialized for normal to dry skin, right? And so for it's, the oil girls can get their lives too, but this is something for us, right? We love her. She gives us what we need. When they say that she penetrates nine surface layers deep, that thing is not playing. And it doesn't leave your face greasy. It will not ruin your good pillowcases. It will literally stay where it belongs in your skin and not on your clothes, on your sheets and on blankets or anything like that. 
And honey, baby, that that serum. When I tell you, you wake up like you know you you're like you you have the face of a of a nine month old baby. I mean, it's just just plump and moist and just it's just so good, right? You know, people be asking you, you know, have you gotten fillers? You know, you know, as I'm going to the gym, the girls want to know what I have on my face, girl. Nothing, okay? <laughs> my skin is just juicy and beautiful, and you can get yours too, okay? The Neutrogena Hydro Boost line can be purchased at every major retailer, honey. So start your hydration journey today at Neutrogena.com slash Hydro Boost. That's N-E-U-T-R-O-G-E-N-A dot com slash Hydro Boost, girl. Not the girl, just Hydro Boost. Okay, bye. A clean up woman. Speaking of more fucked up shit, Shikari Richardson. Oh, I'm gonna let you have this. Go ahead. Shikari Richardson, you all already know the story about Shikari Richardson. I don't need to tell you. She was a, she's an Olympic runner. Um, bad bitch, okay? And uh, just all around amazing young black woman uh, who continues to be herself and show up as herself in spaces. And I think it is absolutely incredible. Um, she, however, tested positive... Uh, for smoking weed. Was it smoking? I thought it was ingesting. Does that matter? Ingesting weed. <laughs> we just don't and, know what that means. So I don't right. want to be, I want to be, hey, we Taking have to allegedly, smoking whatever. Blunt, we have, we whatever. don't know. So let us um, I don't know if I have this detail correct. So please correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, it was told to me. So I did not look this up. Do not quote me. Please go research this for yourself. I'm trying to be as responsible as possible here, but I also, so I'm saying I heard this, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, her mother passed. Her biological um, mother passed. Her biological mother. So she She was, was informed dealing. by a reporter. Okay. Yep. So, and y'all are going to take away her sponsorships, her deals, her endorsements, all the things she got. She's not allowed to uh, compete. For 30 days, I believe, um, which means she is going to miss um, some of the Olympic Games. And it's just fucked up. It's fucked up is what it is. Y'all had them Olympic kids up in where were they at? Brazil or uh, Mexico? Where one Rio. of those? It was a Rio. Huh? They were Rio. Rio. Were they were they were they fucked up that gas station? I believe so. If I'm not. Yeah. Thinking. You remember that? When that when they when they when they just destroyed that gas station, and all of that, I, it's just. I think that was in Rio, I think. On top of that, they also banned swimming caps for natural hair in the I, Olympic races. There, Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. It seems ahead. as though the Olympics have some sort of personal vendetta against black women. Um, oh, that's a beautiful way of what I I tweeted. I said, "Why don't y'all just say you hate niggas and get it over with?" <laughs> because. I don't know. I mean, Fuck, I mean we was going to get to it, but the, but the the the, the young women oh, in Africa who who have 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 been disqualified from the four hundred meter events. Um, these women, their bodies naturally produce testosterone in excess, and as a result, they have been deemed um, that they, they, it's been deemed that they are not feminine enough or not female enough. I believe that that's the terminology in order to, to participate in the women's track and field events. Um, 
What blows my mind about that is that, you know, that, 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 so the, so what they're saying is that they are too fast to be women. I mean, help me understand. They're too good. They're too fast and too strong to be women. That's what they are. That's what that, the argument that, is. It's what they're saying that you had the British lady who said that Shikari's nails, which by the way, are fucking acrylics and ha- hair, which have nothing to do has with nothing to do with nothing. Speed. They, she tried to say that 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 is a cheating. <laughs> her nails cheating. are cheating. <coughs> because what do they do? Now, do they are they aerodynamic in some way? <laughs> this is a very layered conversation because I don't even like the verbiage of first. It's 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 discriminatory in many ways. I don't like the verb. I don't like the verbiage. First of all, y'all are that's fucked up. You're saying we're, th- that they're not good enough. They there must be there must be they. <sighs> I don't like it. I feel like it's 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 also transphobic in a way. I, I'm well, trying I think, to find the I'm well, trying to what, find the right words, but I don't like. I think how what we it's, are what we are ahead. witnessing is you know the global manifestations of white supremacy, right? I think for so long yeah, we think it's about. So we think about white supremacy or systemic racism, institutionalized racism within the container of U.S. history. But the truth of the matter is this is a very much a, a global concern. Um, it's, it's a global, it, exi- it exists globally. Um, and it, it, is, it is strategically used to set the standard for quality and excellence in ways that routinely consistently um you know eliminate anybody who is not white or male Mm -hmm. in in many cases you know or you know white at the very least right anybody who is not white is is, not white held to a different standard right so we are literally um you know extracted (coughs) from the standard of excellence in so many different ways. And what it shows is that the the rule or the 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 meter, the what the ways in which excellence is measured is so arbitrary, right? It's not at all something that is universally understood or enforced. It is something that is picked. It is something that is is yeah. defined and crafted by a very small contingent of the human race. They are out here saying this is what it means to be the best in the world. And we get to determine that. And if you don't fit into what that looks like, as far as we're concerned, then that's just too bad for you. Yeah. And if you don't fit into these very specific categories, you know, it goes, you know, we have the we have the conversation about white supremacy and how it relates to us as black people. And then you start digging into the layers of it and you dig into how it affects us as women. Then you get into even further layers of it. Again, you've got the conversation where Caitlyn Jenner recently said that trans women should not be allowed to compete in women's sports. Like, and But then you're saying that some of these women can't should not be allowed to compete because they have testosterone. So well, like, I don't... I know that you Caitlin all, like, is want to pick who and Caitlin is exactly. right now, but Bruce said that. <laughs> I don't. Let me. Bruce that was showed very up. Republican. That was Yo. very much Bruce. Bruce showed up. I know Caitlin is who Caitlin is right now. I'm not saying that Caitlin cannot be whoever she claims to be. But when 
Bruce said that. That wasn't Caitlyn. That was Bruce. That was very much a white male Bruce speaking through Caitlyn's. Well, Caitlyn does have very, very white male views and refuses Period. to understand the, the 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 trauma and the issues that trans women deal with because she was she was born a privileged white man and was lived life as a privileged white man and now lives life as a privileged white woman who Mm -hmm. I, I I'm trying to make sure that I am. Yes. We will be very careful here because we don't want to make, you know, I I don't, I don't want to be a part of the problem in any way. Not at all. Not at all. Like I I really strongly advocate for trans rights and I, but I also, I just, I I just, I'm, I'm trying to, y'all just don't like anybody who is not white. And you don't like anybody who is, you just don't, <laughs> I just don't know. It's just hard. It's just, it's just challenging, right? And it's frustrating. You don't want niggas to, to win. Flustered. You don't want um, trans because people it's to maddening. win. It's, it's you don't maddening. want other people to win. You just don't want them to have a space. You don't want them to win. And it's fucking infuriating. And I just, yes, Shikari Richardson, we, 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 we love you little sis. And we just... This ain't right. And y'all need to address all of these issues. So the thing is, I, I think I think we need to sit down. I mean, I don't want to mm, say how I'm going to say this. Okay. To me, um, I think what becomes apparent in a lot of these things is that, you know, a lot of the standards, the rules, the laws, the policies that shape and inform who we are, how we are in this world, in this nation, in our respective lives are archaic right like they've not at all adapted or yeah, evolved they're very archaic. they yes. have not evolved to accommodate our current needs and or the needs of our current context right the world is very much different um and it is ever changing but these laws and rules and precepts have been ex- have been in place since the dawn of man right and so they have not evolved in like manner and as such we are we we don't I don't know if I want to say we don't realize, but it seems as though um, everyone is holding on to these norms and conventions, you know, that serve them. Right. But but we are we are often well, society is often very blind to the ways in which these norms and traditions and values are exclusionary and inherently biased and are harmful and hurtful to the larger majority of the world. Because, I mean, let's just be honest to humankind. We are we are diversifying by the millisecond right so there and and we are still on track to be a majority minority place very 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 soon if it's not happening Man, right now no and minor, so we ain't no minority fuck all that well right that's just the language i mean and then to to, mm-hmm. to that point you know even the language that we use even the language mm-hmm. that we have we don't realize that everything that we do um, how these systems of oppression and, and and violence and racism and sexism and all of that stuff, how all of these things are literally woven into our everyday practice. And the Olympics is no different. Literally, you know, we haven't even gotten to Tokyo yet. And no. look at all of the look at all yeah. of the ways that the world is saying y'all can't sit with us. No. Literally. And so this is what I feel like, you know, and this is something that we're doing 
um, you know, even at work, right? It's something that I don't even think that folks are ready to sit down and think about. We want to, everyone has these commitments. We have these commitments to equity and inclusion and social justice, and we believe in liberty and justice for all. But no. then we say that out of our mouths, but we don't realize that in order for that to be true, there have got to be some fundamental changes to the ways in which the world functions. And niggas don't want to really sit down and do that work. That's what, and that's why I was, I, 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 it's not that I was trying to mince words. I'm trying to literally make sure that I'm speaking in a way that respects all. And we have and, to be cautious. And, and we and, want, and we, we want to be thoughtful. Yes. We want to be very thoughtful. In what and we intentional. Say, not performative. Mm -hmm. inten right. We want to be intentional. We want to be thoughtful and not performative. We want to find ways to make sure that we have these conversations in very productive ways where they actually do something, where, they're, where we're actually learning to make sure that we are navigating in society as good human beings and making sure that we are including Everybody who is a human being, because everybody who is a human being has a has the should have the right as to the next person, right? For sure, we should all have those same rights. But that ain't what's happening in this world right now. Like you said, it's built on sexism and racism, and homophobia and transphobia, and any any marginalized community is not being taken care of or being respected in the ways that they that they should. So. I'm just... Uh, we all have a responsibility to be attentive to the ways in which the world, as we have known it to be our whole lives, is problematic and wrong. And yeah. that we all are responsible to make changes and adjustments in the ways in which we move and operate and talk and communicate and live and exist to make sure yeah. that what we do is not harmful to other people. And I think Absolutely. that that's something that that uh, that's just a responsibility that we all have to take as human beings. Like, regardless of the way that I that I see the world and the ways in which that might differ from the way that you see the world, it is still my responsibility to make sure that you are safe and you have what you need. Facts. Just like Facts. I will want you to do the same for me, regardless of what, how, you know, whatever fundamental differences there may be and how we, we live and who we believe in and what we believe in, what we do. Um, I think we've gotten so far away from that though. And everyone is on this quest to be right. Mm -hmm. that we are, are no longer even listening to each other, seeing each other, recognizing the ways that, that um, what we do, how we live, um, you know, is harmful. And in many cases to ourselves and to other people. So mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like the trash has, has low key become the kitchen table, but we, I, I, I do. <laughs> I do want us. I mean, and maybe we. I would love. I would love for for all of the getting grown community. I I wonder what it would look like if we were to just have some sort of town hall meeting. I want to hear from y'all. Yeah. I want. I want other people because Jade and I don't know everything. The truth no, of the matter we is don't that we are both that we do. right, and we don't. And I I I fully acknowledge that. And I'm open to learn. I'm open to being corrected. Absolutely. I'm open to being. You know what I'm saying? Because I know. Um, and I recognize that I've made some mistakes uh, in my past. I'm probably going to make some tomorrow, you know? mm -hmm. um, yeah. and, but you know, but, but that still doesn't preclude me from the responsibility to try to do better. So I'm just wondering what it would look like for us to get together and really like, what would it take for us to, to really get down to the business of thinking through some of these things and strategizing mm -hmm. around what we might be, what we might be able to do from our respective positions in life to try yeah. to make a difference, you know, yeah. because I, um, you know, 
the question, I mean, when it comes to Shikari, I I recognize um I think two things can be true at one time. Does the rule need to be looked at? Absolutely. Does the, is the rule, um, you know, exclusionary? Is it biased in its intention and in its enforcement? Probably. Absolutely. I, I, yes. I would say. But does that also, you know, the fact of the matter is what I respect is that Shakari acknowledged and took responsibility for her actions. She didn't run from this. She didn't deny it. And she's not allowing it to define her. She is still who she is. She is still uh, conscious and very affirmed in her capacity, in her gifts, in her talent, in her calling, in her purpose, in what she has been sent here to do. She's clear about what the next steps are. She's willing to do what you know, to, to, to pay the consequences for her actions. So I feel like we get in, uh, we getting wrapped up as a people into whether or not the rule needs to be changed. Yes, it probably does need to be changed, but right now, you know, Shikari is not, uh, you know, she's not going to the Olympics and we all got to take that L. She has to take it. It's unfortunate. There are other circumstances, but you know, the bottom line is she made the choice and these are, these are the, the consequences that have to come. Um, but I think that two things can be true at one time, right? We can have that conversation. She can own it and we're dealing with it. That does not mean that the system is not without flaw, right? Yeah. So it doesn't, we don't have to get caught up in the, in the one or the other, right? It's a both and and not an either or, right? Yeah. And it's unfortunate. And I just hope that moving forward, we can find ways to make this a productive thing, right? So what does it look like for us? Like, since we know this is the case, how do we as a people, how do we sort of turn this situation on its head and become proactive about how to maneuver in this system um, in ways that make sure, you know, that that combat some of the bias that is inherent within it? Um, we say all the time, and I hope this, I hope people don't think that I'm excusing, because I'm not. I'm just sort of trying to be pragmatic about this. Um, no, I hear you. It's like if, and clearly this is very exaggerated. This is very exaggerated. But it's if a nigga robs a bank, you know what I'm saying? Nigga still robbed a bank. Right. Does that mean that the crim- that the justice system and the government here is not completely fucked up? Absolutely. And that there shouldn't be a rehabilitation force. Why did that? Why did he rob that bank? Right. What were his 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 back circumstances to that? So I hear what you're saying. Yes. Like you're you're and you're right. You're absolutely right. Um, it's got to be. We have to deal with all of the 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 the, the story, right? So, like I say, at, at work, you know, there's some data that tells some story, right? Some questions, depending on how you frame the question, you'll find out whether, if, did this happen? Yes or no. Then there's other questions that you can ask that help us to understand how and why and why not or what else needed. So I feel like we can't just ask one or two questions. We got to ask all of them, right? So our, I mean, you know, unfortunate, Shakari is dealing with a lot of, a lot of different horrible things and circumstances and and you know i I think that we can you know we compassion somewhere along the way you know accountability and compassion stop coexisting and we very much need them to coexist right so there's compassion there's understanding there's um ownership you know and if i mean how many of us can say that if we weren't in shikari situation you know 
we wouldn't be tempted to do the same thing, you know? Bitch, I mean, I'm smoking a blunt right now. We, like, we, all, we all deal I... with and cope whatever we're, whatever we're facing, however we need to at that time. And unfortunately, our judgment is not always 100% sound and wise. And unfortunately, there are not a lot of people around us to make sure that we don't do things that may be harmful to ourselves or others. And I'm not just saying that smoking weed is harmful. I'm saying harmful to our futures, harmful to our, you know, the like, you know, just in terms of being cognizant of the consequences of, of right. what happens if, if, you know what I'm saying? You know, what if happens... I'm do, if I'm doing a sponsored something for a, a company... And I smoke blunts on my own podcast. Nigga, I can't get on the fucking shit and smoke a blunt on the on the video. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And it's I can't my you know what it. I'm saying? And and the people that love you, even if they see you getting ready to do something crazy, be like, now Jade. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No fucking blunt Listen, on that sponsored. And shit. I saw a post. I saw a post <laughs> about this, and I was like, this is this is the kind of thinking that I'm on. Because I saw a, a meme on Instagram and it was just like the weed men in my in my neighborhood wouldn't have sold Shakari. They'd have been like, girl, you finna go to the Olympics. Get from around me. Like, you know this what I'm saying? You know, the, pe the people. Know. It's a very, the people that was around, you know what I'm saying? In my day, it would have been like, you know, these are the kinds. Of, I, I grew up in a hood where, you know, you couldn't. Like, if someone was if someone was on the basketball team or if someone was getting ready, it was being recruited for college, they couldn't buy a dime bag to save their life, right? Because it was like, nobody, you was our, you was our ticket out of here, nigga. You about to go, ah, you, you about to go be uh, somebody. Hell no, Not nigga. on my watch. It won't be me. It won't be me. That sold you. No, no, no. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's facts. So, it's unfortunately, facts, you know, I just feel like there's other things, other systemic community kind of societal things that all of these things contribute to what has happened. And I think, you know, we getting, we getting um, mired down in the weeds, right? We talking, we debating stuff. Uh, you know, should she have done it? Should she have done it? All that shit don't matter right now. What matters to me is like, what do we need to do in order to set this up so that some stuff like this can stop happening? Not only from the perspective of, of uh, you know, girls with orange weave and, and acrylics and eyelashes, you know, not, you know, do, you know, in, in terms of just them, but what ha needs to happen at a community level, at a local government level, at a state government level. I mean, and maybe I'm doing too much. Maybe y'all is just like, oh, Takiya girl, don't take all of that. But I'm from, but for me, it do. It takes all yeah. of that and more. Yeah. 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 I, I just, I, I stand by what I said. Y'all hate niggas, but <laughs> Well, no, you know, I think that that the, is not. The, I'm not no. saying that that's not. No, the I case. know you're not. No, 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 no. I know you're not. I I know you're not. I'm bringing my own point home. Oh, fair. I, <laughs> I, I still know, not think. I know y'all hate niggas. I know you do. Well, I think the world um, has been like that's the. the well, I mean, the world if we look at the niggas. design, <laughs> the design and, of the world uh, indicates yeah. that very clearly. As a whole, yes. I mean, for the um, last 300, 400 years. <laughs> you know, and since I, they and brought I, us like over here said, in boats. Yeah, I just I, because the, all the, a lot I know a bunch of these little white athletes have just gotten away with just so much. I mean, more. I've seen comparisons to the Michael Phelps situation, right? And I feel uh -huh. like I feel like you know, if we're talking details, Michael huh. Phelps, there was there was a picture of Michael Phelps smoking a pipe that was huh. leaked. Right. And huh. he had to deal with certain other consequences. And they're saying that this is different because while that picture did surface, he did not test positive. 
right? But there are all kinds of reasons why something like that might have happened or might have not happened. Why he might not have tested positive, right? Y'all said exactly. Y'all say he didn't test positive. You that's what you say. And then on top of that, Michael Phelps is like nine feet tall. His ears are like three feet. His feet are 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 like six feet. And you mean to tell me that you don't want to talk about his special abilities in the water? But y'all want to talk about this girl's acrylic nails and her weave and shit. And you well, don't even know what the fuck questioned. you're talking about. Yes. But nobody nobody questioned the fact that Michael Phelps is literally like Michael Phelps has well. slippers for feet. No one said like, no one's saying. ever questioned No, that. but nobody said nothing about that, right? There's no way. Well, he, it's cheating because everybody oh. else's feet are like a size 10. <laughs> like, y'all don't say shit like that, though. So fuck y'all. You still hate niggas. And, oh, but every, but you, there is much validity to what you said. And as much, even if it's things that we don't necessarily like to hear or whatever, it's still very valid. And like you said, like, yeah, if I, if I smoked a blunt during that Seagram's ad, I can guarantee you it would probably be a violation of contract. Absolutely. <laughs> and so you know, it would be just... my job to say, Jay. No. Enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yes. Okay. So yes, we have, listen, I'm, I, I, again, I still say I want us to, to, I don't know. What is it? I'm just thinking out loud, right? But I feel like the 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 trash has a lot of potential to become like a town hall meeting. I just don't. I don't want us to talk about the trash. Just me and Jay, even though that's always a no. good time. But I would no. love to know how other people are thinking and feeling about what's happening in the world and and the ways in which y'all would would weigh into a conversation like this, right? Because I think. You know, a part of getting grown, a part of, of maturing it's is community. being aware of what's going on in the world and aware of how to, um, you know, talk about it. Right. We got to be informed. We got to know how to move. We got to we got to make sure that uh, we each are all educated and informed and knowledgeable. Um, and so if there are perspectives that we have not raised and things that we've overlooked um, or things that we have, you know, you know, maybe not said or, you know, mm-hmm. I, w- I want y'all to, I want y'all to, to let us know. What are your thoughts on the things that we've discussed? Whether it be, I don't know, Bill Cosby, Shikari. Yeah. Um, what else did we talk about today, Chad? <laughs> um, yeah, pretty much that. All these, all these things <laughs> in the world. But yes. Um, yeah, I say, I said we skipped the, that. This is the kitchen table this week. Okay. So the yep. the kitchen table is the trash. I don't like to put trash on the kitchen table, but but listen, sometimes when the world is trash, we got to talk about it. We do because it 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 uh it opens up other conversations that need to be had, for sure, um, and that right. need to continue to be had. And so get your yeah, trash gonna, off the table. Maybe that's what that's we'll, we'll call the show. Um, I was right. going to call it the kitchen table is the trash. <laughs> oh, that's fine. That's fine as well. Uh, so yes, uh, let's move on. We got a shout out and then we'll get right into Honesty Box. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. My sister's popping right now. Like. This week's shout out to my sis segment is presented by Target. Target invests in black creators and brands building a legacy of success. Let's rise together. Discover more at Target.com slash Black Beyond Measure. All right. So since we have merged kitchen table talk and trash today, we're going to go ahead and hit y'all with two shout outs this week. Why? Because why not? That's how it is. So 
That's our business. Okay. <laughs> shout out to Auntie Tab. So this uh our our shout out this week actually comes from a listener, Tamara. And Tamara writes, I hope it's Tamara. I don't know if it's Tamara. Um, she writes, Hey Jade and Kia, I have a black business highlight that I would love to share. My friend KJ wanted to support black restaurants in the Charleston, South Carolina area last year. And he started Black Food Fridays, BFF on on Instagram. BFF started as a way to get people in Charleston to order takeout from a Black-owned restaurant every Friday since dining in wasn't an option and business significantly slowed down. Since then, BFF has expanded to feature Black-owned restaurants across the country. If you or any listeners would like to support Black-owned restaurants, bakeries, eateries, etc., anywhere in the country, please refer to at Black Food Fridays on Instagram. Love you, ladies. Thanks, Tamara. And uh, and yes, as she said, shout out to me for repping the Geechee Gullah roots, which is I, I'm not going to lie and say that's not what drew me into this um, <laughs> into this email. So thank you, Tamara, so much for writing in. I you know, as we are starting to do a little bit more traveling, hopefully very safely um, and want to support black businesses along the way. I think this is a fantastic way of growing community and being able to see what the country has to offer. You know, that way, you know, that helps with your research and everything else. And we still build it as a community. So I thought that was very dope. And I wanted to highlight that. And that will also be in the description box. And now I'm going to kick it over to Kia. Correct. All right. So um, I'm excited to shout out my personal friend, Jennifer Jackson, who is a a very talented hairstylist and colorist. Um, She has done my hair, um, but she is based in Queens Village, New York. um, And she is really talented. And if you are in the market for someone who to, to, who can help and partner with you in, in taking care of your hair, ensuring it's optimal health and that will always look fabulous. Um, you should reach out to a Jennifer Nicole. I will share her Instagram and her booking information in the description box. You should absolutely check her out. Um, she has beautiful images on her Instagram. She's a very um, uh, knowledgeable stylist with over 15 years of professional experience. Um, and she knows how to uh, partner with you to get your hair exactly where you need it to be. Um, yes. She's really super. She does everything from, um, you know, faux locks, natural hairstyles, uh, twist outs, weaves. She's beautiful bridal work. Um, she's just the bomb.com and she's my friend. So y'all go ahead and check her out um, and tell her kids sent you, girl. She gonna What's her hat again? Huh? I am Jennifer what? Nicole. I am Jennifer Nicole. Jennifer! Jennifer! In between these braids, <laughs> I think I'm going to have to hit you up because yes, your girl needs a proper chopping. Yes, and, she will and, get you, you know, together. She will yeah, get, you get together. me together. I need some shaping and shit. So. Oh, she's, she's really good. Oh, you do locks too? Yes. <laughs> Please, because, <laughs> you know, I've been, I've been thinking about locking this hair for over a decade nigga they could have just been flourishing by now so jennifer i'm gonna call you girl y'all hit up jennifer absolutely her description her her info will be in the description box love you love you sis yeah oh, i'm very hype yes i mean Ooh, look at all book her now. I mean, she don't send her no color. dms don't send her no dms please use her booking information the instructions are very please. clear please on her on her yes. um on her social media, her hashtag is if I can help somebody because she will help and get you together, honey. 
Oh, you know what? I'm going to do it one more shout out because, and then also, I've been getting my nails done. <laughs> Go for it. You know, I'm just trying to be like Kia and grow up a little bit. Um, and I wanted some Beyonce fingers and I didn't have that. So I said, well, I'm going to make me some. So I got me some nails and uh, I love them. I'm on my second set of design and shit. And I let she is under two a bomb. OK, that means everything's bomb. And it's my homegirl Blizzy from Brooklyn. She does my nails right here out of Brooklyn. She is located in Fort Greene. Her information is um, located in her her information and booking information is located. in. so you can look. It looks like Toutest Bomb, T-O-U-E-S-T-B-O-M-B. Uh, but it's 2A, which means in French, everything's bomb. So I just wanted to shout her out. And that came to mind because when we were talking about booking information, she said a couple people hit her up um, and DM'd her. And, uh, you know, I love when, pe- when people go over to the recommendations that come from Getting Grown. But don't be DMing these people with these services when they have booking information in their bio. Yes, follow the <laughs> protocol. Follow the protocol. I, do, I follow the protocol. I don't do nothing special. I want y'all to know that. So I book my shit right through the site because I know that's how people stay organized and so forth and so on. So, um, and I'm sure there's also contact information if you have questions before you're booking, which is also very valid. So that's just a little tidbit. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it frazzles the stylists and the the creatives and things like that because they out here like trying to schedule themselves and also do their work. So help them. Help them to help themselves. Absolutely. That's our, that's our shout outs this week. Shall we move to this honesty box? Please. Let's do, do it. it. Things go better when they go your way. Am I right? <laughs> And with Windows PCs powered by Intel, you can make, share, and do what inspires you and impacts others. Whether you want a laptop, a tablet, a pen to take notes on screen, something that can handle all your apps and games, or the graphics and speeds for gaming, with Windows PCs powered by Intel, you'll have a device that was made for you, so you can keep making what inspires you and everyone else. Windows and Intel made to inspire. Learn more at windows.com slash made to inspire. Windows.com slash made to inspire. Honestly? Truly. All right, it's time for this honesty box. Uh, Sis, would you like to give our listener, she, her, a pseudonym? Sure. Harriet Winslow. Harriet Winslow, I love it. (laughs) Harriet writes, hey, ladies, I hope you had a wonderful weekend. We hope you did too, Harriet Winslow. Yeah. So I really need some love and encouragement right now because I feel like I've hit a major roadblock. So I'm 28 and I'm currently working with kids with special needs and I absolutely love my job. Everything about helping my kiddos are everything. But I realized very quickly and at a young age that I really dislike and dread going to school. So I was thinking about opening up a special needs program of my own. I've done tons of research and the requirements are minimal. I honestly believe in my heart that God has called me for that very thing. But I'm very known for self-sabotaging myself and my goals because I'm terrified, not that I care about the money, but that I would either do it all wrong and fail or no one will want to come and I'll be looking dumb. So as I'm figuring it out, someone told me randomly that my company will help you open a school after, will help you open, I'm sorry, an after school program Mm -hmm. while their name 
their name attached to it. Okay, okay. Oh, with their name attached to it, even though that would help me with the experience and knowledge to run my own company. I don't think it's worth making someone else rich and paying their rent when I can do it myself, LOL. Also taking care of my brother would show, okay, I'm sorry, and help him that he is capable of getting everything he wants. I have followed you ladies from the very beginning and I see that y'all are out here killing it. How do you overcome your fear in opening up a business? And do you think it's worth it to just let them pay for a building and I run it like my own? Thank you, ladies. I'm sorry this is so long. No, it wasn't that long, Harriet Winslow. Um, Harriet is asking, what do we do to kind of get out of our own way if we're afraid of something? Uh, how do you overcome your fear in opening up a business? Um, so I guess, yeah, how do you overcome your fear and whatever your new venture is? Um, so what and do you think it's worth it to... Do we think it's worth it to let this company pay for her building where she's able to run it like her own and their name is attached to it? Or should she try to do this all on her own? So I feel like I can answer the first part of that question, but I don't know if, if I know enough about like this this oh, second setup with these people to really say whether or not, you know, to really have an opinion yeah. about whether or not that's a good idea. Like I don't I don't know enough and I don't I don't want to get on, out here speaking on things I don't know all the way about. But with respect to how do you um, get over your fear of starting your own business, I am, you know, uh, staring down the barrel of a new venture, probably. And um, I'm, I'm notorious for sort of delaying and sort of, planning and over planning and stalling around, you know, when and how to pull the trigger, um, on, on this, on this thing. And I, and what, what I'm learning is that, you know, the fear is probably not going to go away, but I just have, have to find a way to be scared and do it anyway. Um, because yeah, I don't, I don't, I almost feel like if I, the, I, I, the only thing that will help me to, get over my fear is to really just face it. Um, and I, and I won't, you know, I won't get, yeah. Me waiting to just not be afraid is, is going to continue to just, that's me continuing to stall. So I think you pace yourself, you continue to do as much research and be knowledgeable. You create a plan and a timeline and you just start taking one step at a time. Um, but you just have to keep moving toward whatever your goal is. And I don't know, you know, exactly when the fear will subside, but I, I feel like at some point you'll just look up and you'll be doing it. Um, what do you think, sis? I, I agree. I mean, listen, the fear, I don't know if like you ever overcome that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I feel like you're supposed I don't to retain a little bit of it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like we're, we're, yeah, keep you on your toes. Some of, some <laughs> um, of it, you, we ought to be afraid, you know, to some degree. Right. This shit don't take no <laughs> Um No, like we, listen, I don't think you ever overcome a certain amount of fear. Um, now, if it's fear to the point where it's paralyzing you from doing things, then that's something else that needs to be addressed. But as far as overcoming it, your actual question, I don't think that's the case. Listen, I, I started my own Patreon, right? We started it in, in a pandemic. Uh, 
I didn't know exactly what I was doing. I'm still trying to revamp things along the way. And I took a, a three month hiatus. You know what I'm saying? I sat here, I talked to myself, well, what if everybody, everybody's going to cancel? They're going to think I'm lazy. I know I'm not lazy. I can say those things to myself, but then I also have to be realistic. No girl, you literally like the world was closed and then it opened and it, you, you just, you're trying to navigate it. And so what did I do? I started trying to shift and figure out where to get some help where to find this. And that fear has to live in the background for me so that I can get things done. Um, but it doesn't mean that it goes away. And I hope that that makes sense to you. Um, so don't let that cripple you to the point. Uh, oh, maybe that's the wrong word to use. I am not, I'm not trying to be ableist. Excuse me. Uh, don't let that, don't let that get you to the point where you, 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 you are self-sabotaging, like you said. And, um, can't move forward. Ask for help where you need help. Go get some therapy and talk about your fears. Maybe there's another route to where those lie. You know what I'm saying? Try to address them. But like Kia said, I think it's just one one step at a time. You know, sure. don't try to do everything at once. Now, if I may, I know this wasn't your exact question, um, but you said you work with special needs children, and I think that is a beautiful thing, but that you don't love school, mm -hmm. which is understandable. I, too, am not a school person. Um, but I'm just wondering if maybe it would be better for you in the long run if you went and got, you know. I'm glad you said that because I didn't want to be the person. <laughs> I, you know, and you Most know what? If you want to cuss like me out because it's unsolicited or you tell, you know, I'll have to take it at the chin. But I'm I'm, I'm really, I just, I have to. I'm sorry. So I think, I think, and I, I like you said, well, I won't say it like this. I often get, I'm, I'm hesitant to just tell people that they need to go to school, right? Because I, I went to school a lot. And I think that people, I don't want people to feel like I'm going to tell you to do it because that's what I did. Um, or I think that everybody ought to do what I did because that's not how I feel. I recognize that, that you know, education is a very personal choice. You know what I'm saying? In terms of, mm. of, of individuals deciding whether or not it is, it, it is uh, necessary for them to, to, reach, to reach their goals. Um, I will say that, you know... School for, even for those of us who love school, there are parts of it that we hate, right? So I don't know um, that, you know, it's not, but it's not designed for us to just sort of like, you know, it's not, it's not a luxury experience. Like, you know, it's not like right. going to the spa or going to the casino. It, it does, it, there are parts of it that are uncomfortable, but I, I feel like what I have learned is that um, there is so much new insight, new strategy, new skill, new understanding, new perspective that is is that exists within discomfort and dissonance and the things that that are are that can be difficult and challenging. And just because something doesn't come easy to you, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it all the time. Or you don't like it. Or you don't like it, right? And to Jay's point, seeing as though you are going to be working with um, you know, a very, very important population of people, right? Uh, that yes. that that require, you know, who who have a, a special set of of needs. Um, I think that it would be mm -hmm. in 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 your best interest to make sure that you are as qualified and you know well equipped in order to mm -hmm. be able to meet 
all of those needs in ways that are efficient and effective to the people that you're going to be serving. Not Mm -hmm. only them, but their families. And even though school is not a place where, um, you know, that's, that's always comfortable, it is always a temporary inconvenience. If, mm-hmm. You know, all the classes and the things, you know, it's not something that you have to do forever, but it is something that you have to do in order to to be excellent in, in many respects, uh, in many spaces. And I feel like if you are, if your aspiration is to be an educator and a supporter, then you, you know, are duty bound to sort of ensure that you have all the education that you need in order to do that effectively. And so I say mm-hmm. this very humbly and with no judgment because Absolutely. I recognize Absolutely. that school is not, you know, something that comes easily to many people. And to be honest, it didn't always come easily to me, but I found that when I found the things that I was passionate about learning about, there was just a level of excitement that really pushed me through the tough parts. Um, and, and I encourage you, to just sort of explore and see what the options are as far as you continuing your education to make sure that you have all that you need in order to do what you want to do and do it to the best of your ability. Beautifully said, beautifully said. We, we think what you're doing is a, is a very noble thing. It's be, it's a, it's necessary. It's needed. Um, I do think it's something worth considering uh, sure. and it will it will it will pay off for you in the long run. It's for nobody else. It's to make sure that you are you have all of the information that you need, but also you're certified, you're covered, you're, you're like you got you know you got it all. Because like Kia said, you're working in a very specific uh, field, um, which is a very important field, right? And mm-hmm. so you just want to dot all the I's and cross all the T's. There's a lot of shit we don't want to do, but sometimes we just got to do it because it's going to work out better for us in the long run. And um, especially if you only have to do it for a couple years, sis. Yeah, yeah. Which in the long scheme of things, it is a drop in the bucket. Yeah, man. So we we hope that is we hope that is helpful. I know that is not everything that you ask, but I hope that it is something that you need. And if it's not, feel free to let us know. We, yeah, we, girl, we'll take we can it. take it. We'll take it. <laughs> It won't be the first time somebody that no, told us to mind our business. It won't be okay? the last. <laughs> um, and I do want to apologize again. I I I'm trying to change some verbiage. You know what I'm saying? And so I really wasn't trying to be ableist. Um, and so I just want to make sure that that's that's clear, and y'all y'all know where I stand. So uh, and where my heart is. Um, so yes, still trying to. You know, we still learning and unlearning and. Rejudging and so that's where we, that's process. where we at, and we're in but, it. Yeah, absolutely. And we hello. The show is called Getting Grown, so <laughs> I don't really know where else I I should take accountability. <laughs> uh, but but uh, Harriet Winslow, please keep us keep us posted. Please respond to us. Actually, we'd yes. love to hear back from you and see how you felt about that and um we're open for the dialogue so if you have an honesty box questions i admonish you especially with some special things coming up to please send them to get and grown podcast at gmail.com and uh let's oh, move yes. along to I our think, well can we say i think we can share that we have a special honesty box mailbag episode yes. coming up and we yes. have a special sponsor um yes. uh for that for that and we want to 
Make sure that we have all the good honesty box uh, uh, emails so that we can get knee deep in y'all's business. Um, in a in a bonus getting grown episode that's going to be airing bonus. That means extra, extra, right? So you getting more, um, more getting grown, more Jade, more Kia in your life. Isn't that exciting? And we are excited. (laughs) And we are very excited, very, 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 very excited to announce that this bonus episode is going to be sponsored by none other than Tajay. This is reparations, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because I've spent a lot of money at Target. <laughs> I mean, so much money. Um, I spent a lot of money taking so. all of my money. Uh, but yes, I'm so excited because I spend all of my money at Target on a very regular basis, and so um, I love it there. And uh, we're very pleased and very excited to announce. That Target is going to be sponsoring uh, a bonus episode or two for Getting Grown. And, and it's one of them mm-hmm. is going to be an honesty box. So, honey, honey, help us to show up down to the kitchen table at Target with some good, good honesty boxes. So send Hello. us your questions, comments, concerns, conditions, and we will help <laughs> you um, to the best of our ability. Um, but not your expectations. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we are very excited, very we pleased, are. and um, stay tuned. We got some things, some fun things coming up with Target. Um, so yes, and that's our that's our announcement. So yes, yeah. don't disappoint us. Send us your business. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's the cackle. It's the cackle for me. It's very sinister, right? It was very, very maniacal. (laughs) Send us your business. (laughs) Like, bitch, I'm not sending you shit. I hope your episode is dust. Don't do that. Let's go down to Red Boutique now. Okay. (laughs) All right. Uh, All that information will be in the description box. We got a black person self care to get to. Let us get there with our foolishness. Oh, yes. I deserve. Oh, oh. Oh, it's black person self-care time. So I am, mine is just like twofold. It's my whole weekend. I had told you all I had a beautiful weekend. Um, My sis Lisa has a full, she moved upstate and has a full garden. Nigga, do you hear me? I mean, I'm talking collard greens, Brussels sprouts, kale, baby butter lettuce, peppers, tomatoes, tomatillos, like nigga, everything. And they are close to farms. So we went to the farm and picked zucchini and cherries and um, cucumbers. And then she had her garden. And when I tell you, got together and made a full farm to table meal, my kind of carrying on. And it was just a beautiful weekend you know, with family and the kids, you know, to see the kids running around and they they just love each other and they they all having their sleepover for nights. And it's just, we went on hikes and they got to swim in the backyard and just run around and Noah wasn't in a damn building. <laughs> it was beautiful. And then to, to close the weekend out, um, which was really a really big highlight for me on our drive home, you know, Noah started asking questions about July 4th. So 
we started having a very honest conversation about July 4th. And yes, we have conversations often about, you know, she knows about slavery. She knows about the history of this country and so forth. But we really got into some of the nitty of the history of this country. Um, why slavery, where slavery came from, not just that it is part of the history, but why, you know, they were corrupt and, and, and thought it was okay to steal whole human beings and bring them somewhere else, why they thought it was okay to come and steal land that did not belong. And it was just a really, I mean, I'm literally glazing over it. You all know, but it was really beautiful to have this conversation with my child and be really honest with her. And then to go into why is why we celebrate Juneteenth and why it's important for us to celebrate every year and what Juneteenth even really means that it's not going to be just fireworks and barbecues. This is where Juneteenth came from. And this is why the system is still messed up today. And it was just a really, me and Tristan had that conversation with her and she's now eight, as you all know. And she's like, coming more into herself and you know she's asking questions and really trying to gain understanding and even while we're trying to gain understanding it was beautiful to be able to to even lay start to lay those foundations down for her you know um and now she understands why she's observed indigenous people's day instead of you know columbus day and what mm -hmm. that really means and like she's starting to grasp those things a little bit more you know before she was all black lives matter and donald trump is a, is a pig and all kinds of <laughs> shit but like she's really understanding now and starting to understand systemically what the pro what the problem is and foundationally what the problem is child we was going back to the 1300s on on your boys and it was just <laughs> it was it was but it was like it was really beautiful it was a beautiful moment um and before we knew it, we were home we didn't really do music or anything because that's what we talked about so um so yeah, I, that's my that's my black person self care. That was really that like my weekend overall was just everything I needed, and then that just really kind of was the beautiful cherry on top uh, at the end of it. Awesome! I love to see it. This conscious parenting is doing my yeah. heart some good. I love it. We was telling her she was like, so if somebody says July, happy July Fourth to me, then I'm gonna tell them July Fourth is a lie. <laughs> Look at this. Raising a little black panther. That's right. Yeah, we like you, your people. Will, nobody. We weren't free July fourth, seventeen seventy six. Remember that. I'm sorry. What's your black woman self care, sis? Um, <laughs> I love it though. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um. Okay. My black woman self care is uh. So you know, I've been doing a lot of self work. Right. I talked about it a little bit at the top of the show, and I am I am embracing. Um, what that really means and like that, that practice, like, you know, mm -hmm. in, uh, in real time. And so I had a little revelation this, this, uh, this past week. Um, and I've did, you know, I've did, and it's, it seems kind of obvious, like it goes without saying, um, but I struggle around, uh, you know, even when we were doing like the self-love uh, love language and I talked about how like, you know, my love language is words of affirmation, but the things, mm -hmm. the practices of what that means in terms of like affirming self and speaking well to myself and being kind and compassionate to myself. Those are the things that don't necessarily feel natural to my person. Mm -hmm. um, but it is something that I very much have to learn how to do. And so as I've been trying to struggle around that, just, you know, sort of, 
uh, you know, how to kind of fit that into my life. I've been really kind of coming up short. It's like, you know, how, how do I do this? And Mm -hmm. so I had a revelation around like, you know, Kia, what are the things that you do? What are the things that do come naturally to, to me? Um, Mm -hmm. and so, you know, it didn't take me long to, to realize that, you know, who I am, who I've always been is a student, someone who enjoys learning, um, thinking about things, examining and exploring things. It's who I am as a scholar. It's who I've been trained to be, but it's who naturally I've always been a person who liked to, you know, I remember in undergrad, I used to take really good notes and people would like buy my notes because my notes were good because, you know, I yes. like, I like, I like, oh, that's, that's the way that I learn, right? You know, I'm a good listener and I'm good at taking notes. And then I, I'm the person that goes back and takes her handwritten notes and types them up and makes them nice and neat. So this is like a part of who I am. And so I'm like, what would it look like if I were to apply some of that? Huh? What'd you say? I said a, a professional criminal. <laughs> you know what? You're a hater. Um, <laughs> I said, what would it look like if I were to apply some of these skills into this area of my life that is such a challenge for me? And so since, you know, being, um, you know, self-affirming is something that doesn't, you know, feel like I know how to do it. What if I were to mm-hmm. teach myself? What would I, what if I were to learn about it? What mm. if I were to study it? What if I were to study it? Like it, take it like it was, it was a class. And so I haven't like put a class together, so to speak, but I just very, I started Googling, um, you know, uh, compassion, self-kindness and started coming across blogs and articles and things. And then, you know, that led me to like books and, and other things, you know, I just was doing some reading. And as I was doing reading, I had my, you know, I, cause I keep a 1 million notebooks around the house. I just <laughs> grabbed the notebook and started like writing out some of the things that I was saying, um, mm-hmm. reading and sort of like conceptualizing it for my, for myself and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, came up with some, some things, you know, some characteristics of, you know, how to be your own, how to be your own best friend, how to, how to, how do you train yourself to, to speak better to yourself, thinking about what com- self-compassion really, really is. And even to go deeper as far as me, you know, like what does God say about self-compassion? What does God say about how to love yourself? What does God teach about mm-hmm. that? And really trying to wrap my brain around it that way and that felt better right than me sort of mm-hmm, reading mm-hmm. you know reading this website telling me that I need to write affirmations on a post-it and post them all around my house I'm like well what the hell <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to you do are that not Mary J. <laughs> like, you know I don't know how to do that right I don't I don't know how to do that even though I think it's dope that other people do it. Like my friend sent me her mirror in her bathroom and it was covered with all these dope things that she reads to herself while she brushes her teeth. And I was like, I that's so dope, right? Like, I, But I mean, like if I were to try to do that, like I would literally not know what to write on the post-its because yeah, I feel Jesus like that's, for that. that's a, <laughs> but I feel like that comes after, you know, that's a step that I, maybe I'm not at that step yet. And maybe I need to go all the way back to the beginning and really mm-hmm. learn. Like I've read, I'm, I'll read from my notes because I'm extra. Self-compassion is noticing your difficult thoughts showing up for them, creating safety for yourself as you deal with whatever it is that you're dealing with. 
So self-compassion is not being judgmental of whatever thoughts that you have, whatever thoughts or feelings that you have. So that resonated with me because Jade, as you know, I'm the kind of person that'd be like, man, I'm mad about this. And I wish I wasn't mad because I don't got time to be mad because being right. mad then is she a waste mad, of time. That like, she so, mad, that she so, mad. So, <laughs> so, so I spent all of this time judging what it is that I'm feeling instead of really exploring, well, why am mm-hmm. I mad? And what is the root mm-hmm. of my mad, my anger? And mm-hmm. what is that connected to really examining it and getting wrapping my mind around it? Because when I really take the time to do that, you know, I will realize that, you know, what I feel like is angering me might not be what the issue is or the source of what is angering me is something that I can change if I were to mm-hmm. change some aspect of my behavior. So I'm trying to be more intentional about how I go about doing this work of self. And I'm excited um, to to be on this journey. It kind of helps keep me grounded. It helps keep me out of my head because my imagination or my thoughts, or I'll say it like this, my inner critic, because my therapist said that that's who it is that's really talking to me all the time. Yes, therapist! (laughs) My inner critic, the per, you know, who sounds a lot like my mama, but that's another conversation. Um, You know, my inner critic is always telling me what I should and should not be doing as opposed Mm -hmm. to really, um, you know, affirming or saying that it's okay for me to be what I where I am right now yeah. and you know trying to figure out whatever where I am right now is is supposed to teach me what am I supposed to glean from whatever it is that I'm experiencing or feeling right now and so yeah. that's that's you know I don't know it it does it's not it's not nice and neat it's not like one task that I did for my black women self-care but I feel like I'm on I'm on this path when I feel myself kind of spiraling down into my feelings, which doesn't take long. What can I do to <laughs> what can I do to kind of get myself back to a rational place? Right. Cause my feelings can very quickly have me in this place of hopelessness. Um I feel like you, but I feel like you're like really actively working on this. I am trying I really so do. hard. And it doesn't seem like I'm making any progress, right? Because I still, I still feel very, very messed up, <laughs> like in my no, mind. No, sis. Okay, look. Okay, so here's in a, my a feelings, moment I of transparency, say. right? Key, I, and I, maybe we talked about this on the friendship episode, but again, we I don't remember. There was some. We and Kia had a conversation, not about anything with us. It was just like, hey, we gotta talk about like some work shit, mm-hmm. and. In that conversation, y'all know I get hype about shit, but it wasn't towards Kia. It was just, I was just talking. At the end of it, later on, Kia called me and she was like, hey, didn't want to misinterpret this. Want to make sure you know that I'm on your team and we on the same team. And that I just want to make sure like you don't feel no way about anything. And I was like, girl, that don't have nothing to do with you. But the fact that she called me is such a step yeah, because Kia of yesteryear might have stood on that for four weeks and I would have been over here in complete ganja land not knowing what the <laughs> fuck is going on and meanwhile for four weeks Kia is like no because Jade is mad at me and I and I don't know but she didn't do that and I think that is I think that's a growth sis I think that's extreme growth 
I appreciate that. I appreciate that feedback. And I didn't mean to like put our business all out there. No, like that, I'm not know. tripping at all. <laughs> I, I feel it's very honest because I'm very much in a place. I just feel like I have to be transparent. I'm dealing yeah. with lots of changes in my life. And as I'm trying to accept the reality, um, you know, of, of, of things that have disappointed me, you know, I'm recognizing that I, you know, take responsibility and blame myself for things mm-hmm. that are not my fault. Um, and I have to find balance in, you know, taking accountability for my mistakes and missteps, but also realizing when I haven't made a mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And also being okay with making a mistake, right? Because perfectionism is a lie. It is, yeah. it is, it is yeah. a control issue. It is vain. It is something that is in service to self and not in service to God. And I want to be in service to God. So it's something yep. that I'm working on. And um, I don't get it right all the time. Um, and I still, I'm still dealing with a lot of feelings and struggles and working on things. And I very much feel like, like today was a hard day for me. I had lots of feelings all day long and couldn't really focus on my work and really had to work and, and do write down all of this stuff just so I can kind of wrap my mind around, around stuff today and, and get to a place where I can get something done because I was so mm-hmm. much in my, in my feelings and I'm trying to get out of my feelings and to the bag. So I, I've got to, get, I've got to Hello? do this work. I've got to do this work. And I, I, I'm not saying that flippantly, right? I'm just saying I recognize no, of that course. there is work that I have to do and I need to be whole and healthy in order to do it. And so I'm really trying to work through my stuff. And I'm, I'm grateful for friends like Jade and my friend Tracy and Latoya and Leslie and all the people that I call all the time in tears and smithereens because <laughs> I'm a mess, but, um, but I'm God's mess and I'm allowed to be a mess sometimes. I'm a mess too. I'm a sloppy, sloppily mess. <laughs> and Darian. Yes. My friend Didi. I love you, Didi. Didi, that was on the show. We love Didi. Yes, yeah. Didi. Oh, yeah, Didi got the good energy. I like Didi. <laughs> <laughs> so I like that. I like that. I like that black woman self-care this week. I like that. Show well, right. let's go be hateful then. Let's go, let's go petty peeve. Okay. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y. My petty peeve is very short and to the point. It is very direct, and I will not be before you long. <laughs> I am sick of you niggas and these fireworks. Mm. The end. <laughs> I done sat back in my seat. I done sat back in my seat, and that is it. Because that's all. I am tired of y'all. Because y'all want to boom, bang, bing the boom, and shoot up the goddamn club all night. And I'm tired of the boom booms. Okay, y'all, I just, I mean, what the yeah. hell? I mean, what the Hell, and I know I'm getting old because fireworks used to excite me, and now they don't do nothing but piss nah, they me do off. Nothing. Well, you know, so I've noticed. So we just got back, like we literally got just got back right before we started recording, and already it's chaos and negativity outside. Not as bad as I thought it would be, but it's there. Upstate, it was very quiet, right? But the few times there were fight, y'all niggas don't have fight. You have detonators. I don't know what kind of transformers you all have over there. It was, so it wasn't a consistent, like it wasn't a consistent aggravation. I have to be honest. It was like a short period of time that these detonators were going off. They were scaring my friend's dog though. And 
they just weren't normal fireworks. I don't know what's happening upstate, but it's it's frightening. But here in the city, you niggas are lawless. These niggas be popping fireworks in the middle of Nostrand. You be driving down the street and they look at you like, I dare you to drive. And they still popping the motherfucking fireworks. No! It gets on my fucking nerves. I was driving home yesterday and I'm like, look, the fireworks over the hood is better than Macy's, bro. I'm like, where are the, where are these people? acquiring these fireworks (laughs) i'm like who got a pickup truck who got a flatbed truck and went to get these fireworks and brought them back to the hood like this i don't understand because i don't believe for one minute that you niggas got all these fireworks in the back of a honda civic there's no way a nissan Sentra. ain't no No. way no no Mm -hmm. i i hate you all um (laughs) <coughs> Excuse me. Just disturbing my peace. I'm trying to. I'm trying to rest. My petty peeve, um, Delta. Oh. You know, I've been riding with y'all. I really like, literally, <laughs> figuratively and literally, I've been riding with you, Delta. Um, where I've accumulated my points, I've spent bukus of money. Like, I have been riding with you. And so here I go for the first time after paying for flights for years and literally never using the points. I say, I'm going to book my family's vacation with these points. Like, duh, they're there. Use them. Mm -mm. So I check the flights to make sure that that the flights that, you know, are going to where I want to go are the amount of points that I have. Like, you know, and I, I, I do all my research ahead of time. I keep trying to purchase the tickets with the points. I'm following all of the instructions and it's still telling me I don't have enough points. But then the points that it's saying on the screen are less than what I have. This is a malfunction. So I say, well, maybe there's something I'm not understanding. So I call Delta the first day. I am on hold for five fucking hours and I never I saw your tweet. spoke to anybody. Then everybody's like, tweet them. It's the best way to get a hold of them. Bet. I listened. I tweeted. Crickets, nigga. They decided they hated my black ass. Okay. <laughs> they hate me. So I, I DM'd these niggas. I tweeted these niggas. They did not respond. I get on the fucking, try the text hold. I do the fucking text hold the next day. You know why that is literally no better than the phone hold? Because these niggas text you every fucking 30 minutes to ask you if you still need a representative. And they did this for eight hours. I went to bed. I woke up with a 3 a.m. text. Do you still need a representative? Yes, bitch, I do, but I went to sleep. (laughs) Still to this to this very minute right here, I have not spoken to a Delta representative and I went and purchased my tickets on JetBlue, but I shouldn't have had to do that. And I understand you all are understaffed and the pandemic and so forth and so on. But this is like this is asinine, bro. This is asinine. And then I blame the fucking the fucking corporate white men. Again, it's always a white man. I blame them because those are the motherfuckers who wanted to go. We'll lay everybody off. Get rid of them all. Like airplanes ain't goddamn essential. I don't. I just I I hate 
Delta right now. They are on my fucking list and my petty peeve. And that's that's it. That's it. We appreciate you all for joining us for yet another episode of Getting Grown. We cannot tell you how much it means to us that you continue to tune in week (laughs) after week. We are stunned but grateful that you are here with us. Um, And we just wouldn't have it any other way. So thank you. We love you so very much. Please take care of yourselves and your families. Continue (laughs) to drink your water. To mind the business that is yearn and nobody else's. And always and forever moisturize your skin, especially your heels, because it's the summertime. And not only will your black crack if it's dry, but your heels will crack onto the ground. And nobody wants to see that. (laughs) All right. That's, I have nothing else. (laughs) (laughs) We love y'all down. (laughs) So much. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.